0: It's been a long time coming, but the blue carpet is finally being rolled out in Hamburg for the first and only WTS race of the season this weekend. And that means it will also be a standalone world championship alongside the mixed team relay world championship held every year here in Germany. You can catch all the men's action on triathlonlife.tv at 4pm local time on Saturday with the pre-show starting 30 minutes before and the women going out at 6pm. Sunday's mixed relay starts at one30 Earlier this week, I spoke to Flora Duffy down the line from Spain. She looked ahead to the big one. As we continue the build up to the big return to racing with the WTS Hamburg weekend, I'm delighted to be joined by Bermuda's Flora Duffy. The 2016 and 2017 World Triathlon Champion will now have the opportunity to add a third title to that list in Germany on Saturday, with this year's race also crowning the 2020 World Champions due to the calendar upheaval. So hello, Flora Duffy, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so the Hamburg Countdown is very much on. Uh, are you already touched down in Germany?
1: Um, yeah, it's race week. It feels very strange to be saying that after this um, entire year. <laughs> it's been very different, um, but no, I'm not in Germany. I'm in Girona, Spain. I got here Friday evening, so we're talking, we're Monday No, Yeah, so I've been here a couple of days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, to be honest, it was very difficult to get out of South Africa. So I didn't, I didn't plan to get here this early, but literally it was the only flight I could get. And, uh, so yeah, it was a very long travel day, but I got here and I'll fly to Germany on Thursday. So Thursday, just before the Saturday race. Um, yeah, so it's, it's very interesting to be out back into the real world. I've been in like this tiny little Stellenbosch bubble for the last few months.
0: <laughs> i can imagine and exciting so obviously a lot of extra paperwork and tests and things before you could get out of uh, south africa was it
1: Um. yep of course like covid test and then lots and lots of paperwork and just procedures just to get onto the plane i mean my flight was at 6pm but i had to be at the airport at 1pm and it was just a very long tedious um yeah, just check in and just to get to the gate and just to get on the plane. And yeah, it just wasn't a normal, smooth travel experience. It was just very long, but yeah, usually to get to South Africa, to watch Europe from South Africa is actually very easy. Um, but that's definitely all changed now.
0: Yeah. You know, being able to pack that bag again for the first time, though must've been a nice feeling.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I definitely was like panicking. I didn't really know what to pack. It's been so long, like thinking of all the stuff that I need for the race
0: um yeah you didn't forget anything important then
1: Uh, i hope not
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how was your reaction when you found out that this was going to be the world champs you know obviously that it was short notice but in a kind of unavoidable fashion but it's added a whole another layer to to this race
1: yeah totally i mean i was definitely surprised when when i heard because i mean of course it was short notice um, that we were told but it kind of also like went with the theme of 2020 which has been highly unpredictable and not normal so I kind of just rolled with it and I mean to be honest the ITU did announce that there would be a one-day world championships at some point this year and I mean if you're or you know just somewhat clued up and following what WTS events there could have been this year Hamburg was the only one that had a date um the other two, the dates were still pending, and so you know you really just you couldn't be sure if they were going to happen. So it was looking more and more likely that Hamburg was going to be the the event. So I guess when the um, the announcement came, I was you know surprised as, as anyone would be. Mm-hmm. When you hear your race has been upgraded to a world champs, but then I guess I thought through it and what you know I guess I could understand how the um, it it got to upgraded to the world championships,
0: and. Like you said, in keeping with how 2020 has been in some ways, but also in a way in keeping with how your last couple of years have been in terms of what you've been able to race and not being able to defend your world title from 2017 properly and so on. I don't suppose you would have thought this would be the way that you would be gunning for your sort of third (laughs) title.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, But, you know, there's kind of like... It's kind of fun and refreshing in a way. I mean, to get to do a one-day world championships is really exciting. It's something I actually kind of hope we could always have as long as, as well as the series, Mm. but um, just think it adds so much like um, extra excitement and suspense and just like racing, you know, to get yourself, get everything right on one day um, for the big event is um, really cool and really challenging. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be racing on a sprint distance and of course I've never done, um, you know, with all of the COVID sort of guidelines and procedures that are in place, um, racing for a world title. I mean, that also <laughs> adds like a whole new level of, um, you know, different stuff that you have to kind of navigate through on the day and the lead up to the race.
0: And not really knowing yourself where you're, you're at in a, in, in a race situation or the everyone you're lining up against. Right
1: absolutely i mean none of us have raced well some of us maybe have raced this year very very early on but a lot it's coming up to almost a year of no racing and everyone i think has gone through different a different form of lockdown some more severe than others some have had more access to training facilities swimming pools Mm. um so again yeah and of course i mean some might have taken a bit of a break or just you know stepped right back and gone a bit easier with the training so yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see who comes out with what form uh what motivation who's in the right headspace to to race at that level again and just be really on from the start because I mean, mm. with a sprint race you really can't make a mistake um there's just like not the time yeah to to make up for it it's just so full on um so yeah it's quite a, <laughs> it's gonna be quite an introduction to racing again
0: Mm. and I suppose yeah that there is that different race personalities have obviously for some people building into a season takes a while normally and some people naturally hit their best form towards the middle or end you know just by virtue of needing a few races to get going so yeah that idea of of people's headspace is going to massively come into it isn't it yeah I mean
1: absolutely and again you don't know what sort of I don't know, no, yeah, lockdown they've come out of. I mean, some I can say, you know, in South Africa, ours was pretty severe when you weren't even allowed to leave your house to to exercise. You're only allowed to leave for essential services. So, um, and then you contrast that to other places where I had a very mild lockdown where, you know, you could train sort of as normal. And so yeah, I think it has a mm. different impact on everybody and yeah, how that will shape where they are on race day. I mean, who really knows? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and it's not as if you've even in the last couple of years like this this year not you know taking that out of the equation even you've not raced against the likes of Katie and Jess and Georgia very much because of you know your injuries and so on as well um i presume you know you, you can predict that Katie will be incredibly well prepared for the race and and immaculately focused you would think as well
1: Yeah, I mean, I think all of them are going to come in, you know, very focused. I mean, those three, they're such, you know, great athletes and so professional that I'm sure during this time period, they've, you know, kept the focus day in and day out. Um, You know, Hmm. being consistent is a big part of racing well and being successful. Um, And then, of course, you know, with Katie, she's just so consistent that, I have no doubt she will come in um, with really great form. And, of course, she gets to come in as the current world champion. So that also adds like extra bit of motivation. Um, you know, Even though it's been a been a strange year of no racing, an mm. um, extra bit of motivation is for of prestige to to be holding that title. Um, so, yeah, I definitely expect them to be coming in with some good form. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's interesting because I haven't raced them at my... Um, bets in a very long time. Um, I guess what's been great for me is that um, I can come into this race with a lot more confidence than I came into sort of the Tokyo Test event and the Lausanne run final last year, just having had all of these months to build back slowly and gain consistency and um, just, yeah, have solid months of actual training even though some of it was a bit peculiar because it was all like in my garage on a treadmill or indoor trainer but um you know the work got done so hmm. um yeah it would be interesting just need to see where how that all unfolds on race day
0: and whether or not you've really missed that kind of elbow to elbow at the first boy right <laughs>
1: gosh i know that's going to be the real shock but it's, it's also you, know, you can do all of this training you can be in really good form but yeah is it going to unfold on race day do you need a few races to get into it huh. um yeah racing is just sort of one of those things that uh yeah i mean yeah of course and they have to the, add into the the crazy ITU swim starts going around the buoys the mad transitions getting on your bike and Oh man, just all of those details that you just cannot practice in training. Those are only things you can, you can, you know, experience or work on while you're racing.
0: Do you think it will be hard to get your game face together on that start line or or will the the clarity come through, do you think?
1: No, I think, you know, once you arrive on race day, I mean, I've raced so much that it, you know, it comes through. Your body remembers, your mind remembers And I think the biggest, like, important thing is, is you're right, there are a lot of new procedures and protocols in place. And I think it's just to try to get as comfortable with them as possible before race day, just so that you know what you're going to expect come race day. So, I mean, for me, a lot of that will just be, like, through visualization of what the new check-in procedure is like, wearing a mask, I don't know, whatever social distancing needs to be done, um, just so that on race day, it actually can sort of seem um, as sort of like normal as possible. So you're not kind of getting like a bit freaked out or frustrated with um, how the pre-race uh, sort of um, procedure has changed.
0: Will you be sticking around for the mixed relay? Is that something that you will you'll be watching uh, the following yeah. day or?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wish I could race
0: it. Yeah. but um, I know there needs to be like a wild
1: card world team. Well, yeah, who who would That's
0: be competition for? Yeah, who um, who would you be your? Uh, I mean, Norway are, Norway, are kind of making their big play this yeah, this time as well, right?
1: Maybe
0: I can join Team Norway just for the day. <laughs> I can imagine they'd be that quite pleased.
1: Be <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I'll definitely watch. I'm going to race the World Cup in the Czech Republic the following weekend. And so I will hang around in Hamburg for a couple of days and then drive over to the Czech Republic. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'll get to watch the mixed team relay, which I actually never usually watch because I will typically fly home that day, um, you know, if I'm not racing. Mm. And usually the races are in such quick succession that I'll um, shoot home and... uh, yeah, so I get to watch all the drama unfold, which will be quite exciting.
0: Yeah, shame. Obviously, there'll be some fairly big names missing. Um...
1: Yeah, I mean that's yeah, kind of the unfortunate nature, I guess, of twenty twenty. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. It's never really fair, to be perfectly honest. When you when you go into to to race, you know, I've heard a lot of it's unfair that these nations cannot get there. But I mean. I think there's, like, typically a lot of, um, you know, unfair, maybe advantages, um, bigger federations, more support, I mean, you know, to go into that detail. So, I mean, yeah, yeah of course, it's a shame, but I kind of also understand IT's perspective that, um, you know, they've got a race on, which I'm sure was incredibly difficult to pull off and maybe just want to get the most out of it. So, we're having a hosting a World Champs, so... Yeah, I don't know. I've tried to think of it on both sides, and I suppose for a while there, I didn't think I would be able to leave South Africa to come race in Europe. And mm. I don't know. I suppose I would want my, um, you know, fellow competitors to be able to race, and if that meant MSL selling a world title, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's easy to say than um, than it actually is in reality. But no, it's of course it's a huge shame that they cannot get there. You know, of course mm. we all wish it was different. So. Don't know. It's
0: just a tough situation, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, so you on to Carlo Vivari You said after is that is that a course you've done before or race you've done before?
1: No, I've never raced there before, but I've heard it's quite a challenging course. So it's a great course. That's yeah, that's quite exciting. Yeah, so that it's Olympic distance, very challenging course. So yeah, I really look forward to that. I think that'll suit me a lot more than Hamburg. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so. It's kind of cool we get to race both uh, weekends back to back.
0: So, uh, yeah, obviously, I suppose it being a pretty pan-flat kind of course in Hamburg and, and you know, perhaps a lack of race practice, it's gonna. are you picturing, sort of envisaging how that, how that might look down the pointy end of that race?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I think once I sort of get to Hamburg, you get a better visualization of the, the course once I get around it and see the venue, I think it'll all start to to come to life a bit more um but yeah as you say it is a flat course a few corners doesn't mean it can't break up Mm. again you just don't know what's going to unfold in the swim um everyone's coming in at a different level having not raced so there could be an opportunity for little gaps to form you don't know um but yeah i mean there is a very high likelihood that we all want to transition it becomes a pretty mad 5k run. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but again, for me, that's kind of, I guess, exciting to to be racing. I don't know, to race in that way. It'd be very different from perhaps usual. Mm. Um, so yeah, you know.
0: Are you going to be debuting any new kit? Can you give us some insight? You can geek out for a bit about the bike, if you like.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, Specialized recently um, released a new Tarmac SL7. Mm-hmm which is an incredible bike combined with the new Roval wheels, the Rapide Wheels. Um, it's a pretty amazing combination, which I've been training on the last few weeks. Right. And I'm thrilled about it. So it's gonna be great for the Hamburg course. Excellent. Um so I'm very excited. I can yeah, bring in confidence with that. And then with Asics. I have one of their brand new race flats, mm-hmm. um, which I will get to wear, which is great because my injuries are all behind me and I'm finally in a place that I can, you know, race in a really aggressive racing shoe. So that's super exciting.
0: Yeah. Um, does it, does it yeah. take a little getting used to, like, when you they kind of go, right, we've got this new shoe for you? Um, I mean, presumably some you just don't get along with, others you're like, yeah, okay, this is, this is really good.
1: Um. Yeah, I guess so. But this, luckily, this shoe—I put it on, and I was like, "Yes, this yeah. is a good shoe. I love it." <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, thankfully, I'm not in the position of like, "Oh, don't know, don't know about this shoe." But no, it's a fantastic shoe. So, really looking forward to to wearing it, and super glad I can because I think it will, uh, you know, definitely be needed to be in the fastest shoe you can be <laughs> on that day <laughs> in Hamburg on that course.
0: Definitely. Well, really appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got uh, things you need to be doing. So very best of luck on Saturday. And obviously we can't wait to to watch and see how it all plays out.
1: Yeah, thank you. Really look forward to racing and yeah, just so grateful the ITU managed to pull off a race. (laughs) That's (laughs) great.
0: Excellent. Thanks to Flora Duffy for taking time out of her preparations for this weekend's race to speak to us. Don't forget to tune in to triathlonlive.tv on Saturday to watch all the action from Hamburg and what is set to be two incredible sprint distance races to crown the 2020 world champions. The men go out at 4pm local time and the women at 6pm. Then it's the turn for the Mixed Relay World Championships on Sunday at 1.30pm. Thanks for listening.